In last month's show, Izzy and Jake visited the Augusta Westland factory in Yeovil to find out how to build a helicopter. They met up with Chris and Leanne, who told them about the new Wildcat helicopter that they were working on and showed them how it was being built. And now the Wildcat is ready to take to the air. And we'll be meeting the test pilots and seeing the Wildcat's very first flight in this month's edition of Young Eagles. Since the very first days of Army Aviation, a brave team of people have been needed to test fly all the latest innovations. These are the test pilots. And as aviation developed, so did the test pilot skills. But modern aircraft like the Wildcat are incredibly complex and the Augusta Westland test pilots are a highly skilled team. Jake and Izzy met Deputy Chief Test Pilot Andy Strachan and asked him, how do you become a test pilot? It's, uh, it's uh, the normal route for people really is through the military these days. Um, all the test pilots that are employed at Westlands are ex-military test pilots. And to become a test pilot these days, you have to have been to one of the test pilot schools. So, the Wildcat will soon be ready for its first flight. What will be the first things that the test pilots do with the aircraft? The first thing the aircraft will do is we'll take it outside, we'll try and start the engines, and if they start, we'll try and start the rotors, and they start, we then check all the systems out individually. And that can take maybe two or three ground runs before we're happy that enough of it is working to actually take it flying. Yeah. Yeah. Are you nervous before you go on your first test flight with an aircraft? Not really. Uh, there's, you're a little bit nervous any time you go flying because one, one of the great things about flying is that uh, there's always something new and there's always something new to learn. Yeah, I enjoy being a pilot anyway. Uh, the, the, the differences with being a test pilot is that you often get to do things, obviously for the first time, which is great, and often you get to do things that maybe people won't ever do again because they don't need to or in fact it's unnecessary but there's there's a challenge of new stuff all the time is it a proud moment for you when you take a new augusta western helicopter into the sky for the first time yes it is it's always a great moment and you'll see uh, for a first flight of anything most of the factory will come out to watch and it's great because it's a it's a culmination of of everyone's efforts you know from the design through the engineering through the manufacturer finally getting it to fly and you can imagine there's so many people's dreams wrapped up in that and their hard work and all their efforts. So yeah, it really is a proud moment. And of course, every part of the factory has a, has a part to play within that. Particularly again, the apprentices, they get involved, they're involved in the whole process and it must be great for them to finally see the object that they've been busy on getting into the sky. It's a really good moment for everybody. And a few days later, the Wildcat had its first flight. And at the controls was Chief Test Pilot Don McLean. And as an ex-Army Air Corps pilot, what does the first flight of the Wildcat mean to him? For me, the Wildcat is a special aircraft because um, I've been flying the Lynx since uh, about 1985. So I've been flying it for about nearly 25 years now. And I've seen it 
go through its various development stages to the Mark I to the Mark VII. And then since I joined Augusta Westland here, a number of other Marks of Lynx as well. This is the, really the next big leap forward for the Lynx. It's, um, it's a different aircraft to the Lynx. It looks similar, but it's built in a different fashion completely. And it's got much more power and um, much better avionic systems in it. The, the Wildcat itself is going to have a top speed, well designed top speed of about 162 knots. It's going to uh, have an all-up weight of just about six tons or 6,000 kilograms. And so it's going to give the Army Air Corps a, a, a massive increase in performance and power available. So the maiden flight took place a couple of weeks ago on a very wet and windy day. How did you get on? Uh, the flight went very well. I mean, the flight took place on the date that was, sh it was scheduled to take place on about three to three and a half years ago. And as you quite rightly say, it was a really wet and windy day. The aircraft came out of the hangar quite early in the afternoon. Uh, we were still getting the paperwork completed and checking the weather up in, uh, up in air traffic at the time. Uh, but the weather was pretty dreadful. There was heavy rain and the winds were gusting up to about 30 knots. So we had to wait for quite a while when the aircraft was brought out before we could actually go flying. Did a lot of people come out and what? Yes, there was. It's a very big day for the factory. Um, when we do a first flight of any kind, really, even if it's just a component that's flying, a lot of people who have been working on the project tend to come out and watch it. And as this is a first flight of, of a new aircraft, effectively, um, a lot of people came, including the, uh, the chief executives, uh, the chief operating officers, um, and the chief executive officers, they came along, uh, travelled quite a distance to come and watch the first flight because it really is a big day for everybody. Did you do anything to prepare for the flight yourself? Um, we had to do uh, the normal preparation for a flight, uh, which is obviously checking the MET, um, making sure that all the paperwork is completed, uh, that the aircraft is fully ready. Uh, nothing un unusual in that for this particular flight except that we just took an extra bit of care, obviously, because it was the first time we were going to the air. Do you, were you any more nervous than you usually are when you do a test flight? I mean, is it special? Uh, not really. Uh, it, it's obviously, it's a very special thing, and you get that e extra edge when a lot of people come to watch what you're doing. Uh, but we had run the aircraft quite a lot on the ground. On a number of ground runs, we were quite comfortable with the fact that it was, um, it was working as it should be. Uh, so not particularly any more nervous, just a little bit of an extra edge. Did you know the aircraft well? Did you help with the design process at all? Well, we get involved with the design process, and the design process you know, goes on for years before uh, the aircraft actually takes to flight. We get involved with um, advice in designing the cockpit, where the switches go, uh, what captions come up in the event of something going wrong with the aircraft. So we do know the aircraft very well from the minute we get into it, having done all that work beforehand. As you say, it was a very, very bumpy day. The wind was about 30 knots. It was gusting um, all over the place, really. So um, we managed just to squeeze the, the flight in before the rain got too heavy for the instrumentation on the blades to cope with. Will you have to do many more test flights? Oh, yes. The, the, the test flight program is going to go on for a number of years now, in the next two or three years, uh, collecting a whole load of data for the experts to analyse so that we can ensure that the aircraft that comes into service uh, with the Army Air Corps uh, later on and meets the required specifications. Did the aircraft perform as you expected? Yes it did really, I mean, it was a very short flight and we only went into the, the hover and very low airspeed uh, manoeuvres because of the weather really. Um, but it handled pretty much as we expected, it handles very similar to the Lynx, um, but there's plenty of power there which is, which is really what we want from the, from the aircraft at this stage.
Were you happy with the outcome of the flight? Yes, we were. It was a very successful flight. Uh, we achieved what we wanted to achieve. Uh, the first, first flights are always um, quite nervous affairs for a number of people. And uh, although it was a short flight, we actually got exactly what we wanted and uh, we were very pleased with it. So the first test flights have gone very well. How does the programme develop from here and when will it be entering service with the Army Air Corps? Well, that's a very good question. There's a lot of work to do between now and when the aircraft comes into service. Well, as you can see, Izzy, this is the aircraft that flew a few weeks ago. Um, it's in a sm small layup now, we call a mini layup, which um, means that it's having some work done on it. And what we're doing at the moment is we're changing the older standard undercarriage, which was actually from a Navy aircraft, and putting the production Wildcat undercarriage on it now. A few other small modifications for uh, the hand grips to get in through the, uh, the crew station doors and so on. And that will bring the aircraft ready for us to fly again in a couple of weeks' time. The, the whole testing process is quite complex. It involves uh, test pilots from the MOD and, and, and latterly it will, it will um, involve uh, pilots from the Army Air Corps. Uh, the whole aim is to try and get all the data collected, all the input that's necessary from the end user to ensure that this uh, Wildcat is an excellent product for the Army Air Corps in 2014. So, the Wildcat looks like it will be a big success and continue to build on the long relationship between Augusta Westland and the Army Air Corps. In our next show, we are meeting up with the group of the youngest people to wear the Army Air Corps Blue Beret. Come and join us on an Army Cadet Camp with B Company of the Hampshire and Isle of Wight Cadet Force. And while I am learning about fieldcraft with the new recruits, the senior cadets are on patrol deep in the woods.